everybody, this is MG, and I'm Elizabeth Pudwell, and we are Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome. Welcome. So Sober Sisters Talk is a podcast that MG and I do every week. We try to do it every week, and we try to bring to you our experiences working several programs and just share with you what we have come across in our lives. And I like to say, I don't know how to keep anybody else sober, but I know what works for me. And that's what we want to encourage people to do in this podcast is to figure out what works for them. And that's where MG and I are a little bit different because I like to tell people what to do and think that I can keep them sober. (laughs) (laughs) But we just invite you to listen. It's fun and it's also really educational. We cry, we laugh, we do a little bit of everything. We have guests, we work the steps. It's great. So stay tuned to the next podcast coming right up. Hi everybody, this is MG. And I'm Elizabeth Pudwell, and together we are Sober Sisters Talk. (laughs) It's a weird time right now, so if you're listening to this not today, which is March 13th, Friday the 13th, it is coronavirus pandemic chaos outside in Houston. Yeah, what do you say? Uh, Happy coronavirus, Elizabeth. It's like, it's everywhere. Um, But it's not just here, it's, it's... it's in the it's in it's everywhere it's, it's unified so. it's, it's the it's a unifying thing and uh, I had to cancel my trip to Paris today my girlfriend and I are gonna cancel our trip because it's April 12th to the 26th and we just don't think that there's gonna be stuff open and we're gonna put it off we're gonna go this yeah, year but, but just, we're just gonna put yeah. it off and hopefully we can get some money back from our Airbnb and so that is one thing that um you you know it's not going to last forever. You know, this isn't going to last forever. This too shall pass. Yes. Yes. So MG and I were just chatting before we started recording about, um, fear and like staying in, in a place like, so I gave her this analogy of, uh, I had a client last night call me a, a coaching client and she wants to shut everything down. And you know her business is not a brick and mortar she markets herself on online on the internet you know and she's like everybody's so worried they're not gonna do this and they're not gonna and I was like oh so you should not launch your course because everybody needs to sit around and worry about coronavirus and it's like no so we were talking about you know you got to get into solution and stay in solution your family is okay I'm okay I, you know, so uh, my family's okay. We're all okay right now. And we are going to be okay if we follow good orderly direction, which is an acronym for God in our lives. And you were going to share something from uh, Living Sober. Yes, this is a great book. And I've been, you know, looking through my library and doing more reading. And in Living Sober, it's on page 16. And it talks about, this is uh, in chapter 6, where it talks about getting active. And and before I read these, what I want to say to those of you who are listening, who are in programs of recovery, who have gotten sober from whatever your thing is, that you have already gone through your own personal pandemic. You have already gone through the crisis and had to like evaluate your social group, social... Social distancing. Social distancing, (laughs) isolation, you know, keeping distance from those people who you don't need to be Washing your hands, taking, I mean, it is, it's such a, it's such a, an analogy for like an acronym for like, not an acronym, but an analogy, a metaphor for 
working the 12 steps, you know, washing your hands of, you know, we did, we had to change all of our, like... Playmates and playpens. The places where we go and hang out and and the people that we went to and hung out with and we had to, like, retreat and kind of, like... Reevaluate. Oh, my God, go to meetings with new people we don't know and open up and share ourselves, you know? Oh. Right. So, because we have a program of recovery, I think that we are going to be okay in terms of like the zombie apocalypse and (laughs) COVID-19 or whatever it is but I was reading in Living Sober and they were talking about you know living sober like how do you live sober and they were saying one of the things is you need to get active and so it may be uh, something to say well I'm retreating and isolating right now but you know there are things that you can still do and this is on page 16 and there's 12 things that they list that you can do to, uh, you know, help yourself fill your vacant hours um, and to get over the obsession of drinking. One, take a walk. Two, read. Three, go to a museum or art gallery. And probably there's nobody in them right now. If they're open, you could probably go. Four, exercise. Five, start on an long neglected chore like I'm going to do my taxes this weekend it's like I've been putting that off clean out the attic go tackle the garage clean out your closet declutter your shit right Right. six try a new hobby nothing expensive or very demanding they say (laughs) just something pleasant idle diversion in which well, we do not okay. need to excel or win, but like to enjoy. knitting or yeah. you know some type of craft work, something that makes your mind work, but and keeps your hands busy that you can sort of it's meditative. That type of right. work for me is meditative. They say like crossword puzzles, yep. uh, just anything you can you know guitar, movies, whatever. Uh, seven, they say revisit an old pastime, except you know what? Yes. And uh, so, like they said, maybe you've got a watercolor set that you haven't looked at for a while. So, do that. Uh, Eight, take a course. And there's so many online courses you can take now. You know, the internet is such a a plethora of, I love YouTube. And you can get on YouTube, you can put anything in there. Like, how to declutter my closet. Or, um, I want to learn how to... I was telling um, these people I had coffee with today... I learned how to clean the carburetor on my lawnmower, to take it apart, clean it, put it back together, and I started it, and that thing started. And so you can learn anything. You can learn, you know, if you don't know how to knit, you can learn how to knit on on YouTube, I bet you anything. I learned something on YouTube this week. I have a little pencil sharpener. It's battery operated, but I haven't used it in years. And I was like, I bet the batteries are bad. And I opened it up, and the batteries not only were bad, but it corroded. Mm -hmm. So I threw it away, and then I thought, no, I'm going to figure out how to clean this. So I YouTubed a video on how to clean, you know, the terminals. And I got, they said, get some ass, like, you know, lemon juice. And I did it. That thing works out brilliantly. Coke Coke would work. Yeah, I mean, it's such a, it's a playground. And it's like, once you open one... It'll lead you to another one. I listen to, you know, probably 20 minutes of YouTube every every morning. I have several people that I subscribe to. And I, you know, I go on there and I put them on while I'm doing my journaling. And just, like, let that information permeate my head. Yeah. I love it. 
Well, I got I got lost <clears throat> last night because for some reason I had this song in my mind, and I was like, "What is that song?" And uh, and I'll uh, when I say it, you'll know what it is, but it's not that one. So the the song is "Whoop There It Is," and they play it at basketball games. Right, right, right. But that's not. I said that's that's a ripoff of the song that I remember. And so I like, you know, spent like 15 minutes and I finally found it. It was a 1980 song called I'm Ready. It was out of Italy. And uh, and it had that rhythm uh-huh. that, you know, that they stole. And there was a whole litigation. I right. found out more about this song than I ever wanted to know about. And then I got into a rabbit hole around like disco roller skating. <laughs> so I must have spent 20 Bow minutes. Bow wow. Fun and they were like these amazing. There skaters. was a whole movie on that. There and Bow Wow was in it. Mm-hmm, and he did mm-hmm. skating with and on disco. And, yes, yeah. it was fabulous. So I was like, you know, you can do that. Uh, you can go down a rabbit hole. Another thing they say is to volunteer to do some useful service. Now in this time of quarantine and social distancing, you could offer to be on the phone bank at your intergroup. And these days, what they do is they just forward the number to your cell phone. And they give you the script so you can do it in your own isolated place to, you know, be of service if you want to be of service to your inner group. And another thing that they uh, they didn't talk about uh, here, but I'm going to say in terms of being uh, useful of service, I want to promote the workshop, the spring workshop for our listeners. And um, you can email us at SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. But we're having a spring workshop here in Houston, and it's at Chapelwood United Methodist. And uh, you can email us again, and or go to the Slaw Fellowship Wide Service. I think they might have it listed there. I don't know. There's oh, well, you can go to slaw-houston.org, and it's on there. It's on the events page there, right? And you can find the information and register for it. You know, and if um, you, it's over a month away, and there's airfare, like it's very cheap from Phoenix, from LA, from you know any LaGuardia, any major metropolitan city, um, Chicago. It's like you can two, three hundred dollars. You can get an air. You can get an airplane here. And Houston, we have a dynamic... Our workshops are awesome. They are. I've always loved them. They're always well curated. They have great breakout sessions. It's Saturday, April 4th from 8 to 4. There'll be a, um, Breakfast and lunch will be included. It's $25 to pre-register, $35 at, at the door. So one of the things you could do to be of service is you could promote our workshop if you're here in the Houston area or out there, out and beyond. So I'll put download the flyer, put it, you know, start t- telling your people that you interact with about it. And we know you're out there because I get all kinds of comments from different cities all over the United States, all over the world. Yeah. We know you're listening to us. So, and that is just a really good way to, um, just to get, you can, you could take our flyer and you could mimic it in your own community. If you guys don't have workshops, you know, you could create one. You can go into a local AA club and say, Hey, I want to have this SLAA workshop or one day, a one day workshop, one day thing. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And so during this time that you're not going out and doing anything, if you want to think about how can I be of service, brainstorm about creating a workshop. Get creative. And you can also reach out to people and to say, hey, listen, I want to process about what's going on. So being of service, 
is not only about like um, calling someone for your support, but calling someone to give support. Right, right. And there's a lot of people out there that could use support in this time. I don't know um, wherever you are, but we recently, I got a text message while I was in yoga today that um, the council is closed for two weeks. They're not having meetings there. So you could open up your home for a meeting. You know, we need to have locations where you know, we can have meetings because people still need meetings. And if you're willing to do that or your churches or your place of business or, you know, your community rec room, you know, you can help in a myriad of ways. And you can just say, I'm going to sanitize everything. Come on in. I'll make it a clean, healthy place. Here's a pair and, of gloves, you know, put yeah. these on. Come yeah, in. yeah, yeah. You can sit across the room. You know, you right. don't have to sit at the table. Another thing that you can do is do something about your personal appearance. I thought this was interesting, and I want to read it because it was kind of funny. Most of us let ourselves go pretty much. A new haircut, some new clothes, new glasses, or even new teeth have a marvelously <laughs> cheering effect. So I'm like, yeah, I yeah. You know what though? That has a lot of that has a lot of validity because. I believe in um, grooming as a part of self-care for anybody that's in, a, in an addictive, um, in, in a 12-step program. And I, I practice this and I share it. And I think that because when you, um, if you take a shower or bath and you are um, sloughing yourself, you know, scrubbing your body, it's, it creates oxytocin and it will, you know, it will, it 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 isn't the it same. It helps, and over time, if you do this on a regular basis, it diminishes the need for the sexual. You know, it just it's not going to get rid of it. You know, we're sexual beings, and it isn't the same thing. But it will it will diminish it, and it will help you go through um, the withdrawal process. And I know that when I look good, I feel better. When I go out in the world and I have a nice haircut or I have a cute outfit on. I feel better about myself. I'm not so worried about being seen. Right. It was so funny. Uh, a couple of weekends ago, I went over to Elizabeth's house on Saturday, uh, and I just was like, I'm just going to go over there, and I just looked like a schlub. I was in, like, you know, just out of bed, you know, threw on some sweats. And, uh, and then, of course, it was like I saw other people, and it's just Elizabeth had this reminder to me. You said that dress as if you might see your boss and so I think that that's a good good sort of a rule of thumb and then I thought you know my boss is in Santa Fe for the next two weeks so I'm, <laughs> so I'm going in jammies it. I'm going in jammies so uh, number 11 it says take a fling at something frivolous I was like living sober what are you talking about because you know this is kind of a very sober pamphlet but what if that was like bird watching or riding a bike or going you know? ballooning like yes like are going to a zoo or maybe you like mark's brock or just mark's brock mark's, mark's brothers, brothers movies <laughs> <laughs> sunbathing snowmobiling you know find some some l i can't even read today find something else non-alcoholic that rewards you with nothing but sheer enjoyment and have some dry fun square dancing tap dancing will be fun yes and then number 12 blank fill this in for yourself and i love that because you know i like to say i don't know how to keep anybody else sober i just know what works for me 
So it's like, you know, number 12, I like that they were like, fill it in. Get active in your way. One of the things that I might put in there, and I shared this last night um, when I did a Facebook Live, is um, laugh. Laughter is so good. One of the my most favorite ways when I first started getting going through withdrawal in slaw, I would have girls' night out, and I would have and I would schedule something. And there was one time when we all met at my house and we played poker. And I bought diet root beer and we played poker and we had a potluck <laughs> and we laughed. Our asses. It was so fun. Oh my god! It was so fun. And another time, we had a seance. We had, um, we watched. It was right before Halloween. We watched. Half of us were in the living room watching the Ghost of Mr. Chicken, Mm -hmm. and the other half went into my bedroom. And they were doing what is that? Mary, calling Mary, Mary, (laughs) bloody Mary, bloody Mary, trying to do the levitation. And then all of a sudden, one of them screamed, and they're all screaming. But it was so fun. It was hilarious. I mean, it was really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so just doing stuff like that, though, it is really, it's, it's, it, laughter will help so much. For me, if I'd had fill it in blank, it would be dancing. And that's why I was trying to find that song, because I was like, that's a good groove. I want to dance to that song, because I'm really working on getting my health back and getting into action and movement. And for me, it I, you know, dance therapy is like a way that I can move and it's just here. I can just, you know, do my dance. And and that's another ac- thing that you can access on YouTube. You can yes. go on YouTube and do um, like dance for exercise. And a Zumba class will come up. You can do a yoga. You can do, there's all, I mean, there's all sorts of exercise on YouTube that you don't have to go to the Y or a gym or right. a yoga studio. Right. You can do it right there in your living room right. all by yourself. I watched a video on how to learn how to pop and log. <laughs> so, yes. So there are so many things that we can do during this pandemic. And that can help us stay sober and getting into action. I love that. And good orderly direction. And then I want to wrap up with one of my favorite slogans. And I think this is most appropriate right now is easy does it. Don't get so worked up about everything. You do not need a case of toilet paper. Unless, you know, every six months you go to Costco and you get a case of toilet paper and that lasts you six months, which I did a few months ago. And so I'm fine, you know, but it's just, I think this panic that's out there. Yeah, you don't need to get caught up in that. And if you find yourself getting caught up in that, start at the top of the list, go for a walk, read, um, you know. Do some prayer meditation. Yeah, that wasn't even in there. But it, it, I mean, it'll help. Yes. Because you got, you know, there's so much out there. And if you're on social media, oh, Costco's out of toilet paper. That just feeds it. That doesn't, you know, make people be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to chill. Yeah. There isn't any more anyway. I've got six rolls in there. I'm good for six weeks. I mean, how much toilet paper do you need? Oh my gosh. I just do not understand this thing about the toilet paper at all. We can do more than we think we can do. And, you know, don't, easy does it, take a breather. Chances are nothing's going to happen to you. And 
I'm a little bit older. Elizabeth is a little bit older. I'm so droll about this. I'm like, if it's my time. Oh, MG, did you hear? She died of coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus got her, you know. It's not going to kill you. You know, we may get it, but it's the thing is, is it's like a flu, you know. Uh, it just it's a little it, bit more worse than a flu, but it might yeah. be. But it's it that's only if you don't have care, you know, and if you yeah. don't, you're not monitoring yourself, you know. If you find out you have it and you take the care and you isolate yourself, you'll be fine. It yeah. isn't that you know. That yeah. It's not the anyway. I don't want to go off on that, but I just want to, I do want to encourage you, like read a, if you are going down that rabbit hole, get your big, get your AA big book, read one of the stories. It will take you out of it immediately. Absolutely. And if you do want to get good information, I recommend the World Health Organization, WHO. Here in the U.S. we have something called the CDC and they're also a good site to go to, but the World Health Organization is where the CDC gets their like marching orders from and it's very good and they can you know and they've got tons of videos on there like how to correctly put on one of those masks like I didn't know that you have to be very careful about these masks like once you have to, you have to take it off by the straps you know all these different helpful things you know and you might if you are like getting caught up in it Turn the news off for a little while. Yes. Watch something fun. Go on Netflix or, you know, go watch an old movie or something like that. Around here, the movie theaters are open. There's nobody there. <laughs> you can go, you know. Get indulge in some popcorn and sit in a movie for a while and watch something funny and laugh, you know. Yeah. Remove yourself out of it. There are ways. You do not have to watch the news and obsess about whatever's going whatever, on out there. Whatever. And I think that part of us being addicts is that that is old behavior and I know that for me if I indulge that that could lead me to acting out that could lead me to having a drink that could lead me to doing something that's not going to serve me in my best interest because I make up in my mind I say well you know it is the end of the world so why not call so and so and have them come over for one last fling or whatever so I can't indulge that panic mindset Uh So I think it's so important for us to get into action. I think it's important for us to follow good orderly direction, which is also stands for God. I think it's important for us to take it easy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Until next time. So if you want to get in touch with us, please send us an email at SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. Or you can check out our other episodes at www.SoberSistersTalk.com. And we're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and there we have them all lined up. You can see them. You can get a little description. You can share it. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Bye.